whisper many many years ago in a small village there lived two boys raghu and raju they were of the same age and studied in the same school raghu was honest and hardworking both his parents and his teachers were proud of him but raju was different he was clever but dishonest he cheated in his examinations and copied the answers of other pupils he only loved himself but was adept in deceiving people with false smile and sweet words raju disliked raghu because raghu refused to help him raju had often asked his assistance when he wanted to steal or cheat but raghu always said whenever you need my aid for good deeds i will gladly help you but i will not assist you in wrong doing after completing their studies raju left to live in a large town raghu lived modestly in small village looking after the few acres of land he had inherited from his father he was very popular and was much loved by the villagers many years passed raghu and raju's path did not cross no occasion arose for them to meet again but one day news reached raghu that the king impressed by raju's cleverness had appointed him prime minister raghu was not happy to hear this because he knew raju was dishonest neither was he happy as he never worried about what did not concern him now one day raghu had to go to the town to buy goods for a festival in his village he reached the town at noon it was very hot and raghu was tired and thirsty seeing a palatial building nearby he entered it and was about to ask a servant for a glass of water just then the owner of the house appeared and exclaimed in surprise raghu what are you doing here raghu could hardly recognize raju raju was sumptuously dressed robes of finest silk fell in great folds as he advanced gold necklaces and diamond rings glittered in sun sparkling light and a dazzling turban of gold and silver with a sparkling sapphire in its center adorned his head moreover raju had become as fat and as round as a tub raghu greeted raju but raju did not reply instead he said pityingly how miserable you look raghu and what rich clothes you wear and 
I suppose that you have come all this way on foot. It's sad that you didn't even have a mule to ride, if not a horse. Now look at me. See how I look. Like a king, don't I? And look at your clothes. And look at my house. Even the gods envy me. It is only through merit that I have risen to this position. But you, being a blockhead, have not even a mule. I may be poor, Raghu replied. But I am quite contented. And you know that I am not a blockhead. If I wanted, I could become as rich and as powerful as you, but I would hate to use your methods. Shut up! screamed Raju. If you are that abo, then why have you come to beg at my house? I have not come here to beg, replied Raghu. I was thirsty, and I only come to ask for a glass of water. I did not realize that this was your house. Not a drop of water for you. Get out! shouted Raju in a voice shaking with fury. All right, Bhaiya, I am leaving, replied Raghu calmly, turning away. But Raju was not satisfied. He ordered two servants to leave Raghu physically and throw him out on the street. Then Raghu spoke with anger. I have done you no harm if you unnecessarily humiliate me or Miss Pachune will befell you. Raju shouted back. You say you have done me no wrong? Did you not refuse to help me during the examinations? Well then, now I will humiliate you to my heart's content. What can you do to me? You cannot punish me. I am the king's prime minister. All the other ministers are requited by me. The king's commander-in-chief is my friend. The treasurer is my father-in-law. The chief justice is my brother-in-law. Do you understand? You will all come to a sticky end, Raghu replied as he was thrown out on the street. A few months later, a bearded stranger approached the king when he was alone in his garden. After presenting many beautiful gifts to the king, the stranger said, My lord, every day I shall secretly give you fifty gold mohors. In exchange, you must permit me every day to whisper anything I like to you for a few minutes while you are in my in your court. Well, I don't see any harm in it, replied the king. The next day, while the king sat in his court with all his ministers and officers present, the stranger pushed his way up to him. The king beckoned him with a smile. The stranger, with his lips almost touching the king's ear, whispered, it is a lovely day today. 
The sun is shining brightly and there is not even a wisp of cloud in the sky. But while he whispered, he glanced at Raju Upton. Then he slipped the gold mohurs into the king's pocket and left. Raju, the prime minister, followed him and asked differentially, what were you discussing with the king, Honorable Sir? And why did you look at me so often? This was just what the stranger, who was none other than Raghu in disguise, had predicted. The disguised Raghu replied, How can you ask me to disclose the secret the king and I share? Raju's fear redoubled. Kneeling down, he placed a hundred gold mohurs before Raghu. I will give you hundred, another hundred gold mohurs in the evening. Please tell me the secret, he besieged. Raghu pretended reluctance, but after some persuasion said, The matter is very serious. Several people have reported to the king that you are corrupt. The king has asked me to inquire into the charge. And what did you report to the king today, Honorable Sir? Asked Raju anxiously. I told the king that I was still looking into the matter, replied Raghu. Have mercy on me, Honorable Sir. I will give you one thousand gold mohurs promised Raju. I shall see what I can do for you, said Raghu gravely. The next day, Raghu met the king again and whispered into his ear. Early this morning, the wind blew fiercely from the north. Now it seems to have a northeast direction. But while he was whispering, he looked repeatedly at Raju. The king smiled at the nonsensical words of the stranger. He was pleased to get fifty gold mohurs daily in return for such a trifling favor. When Raju, with a heart as tormented as a fish caught in a net, met Raghu, the latter told him that the king was satisfied for the time being that the prime minister had done nothing objectionable. Raju thanked him and paid him 1,000 gold mohurs. The next day, when Raghu was whispering to the king about the mist and diesel outside, he looked repeatedly at the commander-in-chief. The commander-in-chief reacted just like the prime minister. So, Raghu received another 1,000 gold mohurs. In the course of the next few days, he managed to alarm all the ministers the treasurers and ultimately the chief justice. For the fifty gold mohurs he gave to the king every day, he accumulated more than ten thousand gold mohurs. Then one day, when the court was crowded and courtiers, officers and commoners were all present, Raghu stood before the king and said, My lord, all these days I have whispered nonsensical words into your ears. Today this bag will unfold something useful. 
with these words he threw down a silken bag in front of the king the clanging of 10000 gold mohors sounded like a melodious whisper to the king's ear the king smiled he thought the stranger a little odd but asked would you please explain raghu narrated all that had happened and pointing at the mohors he said this is conclusive proof of the falsehood which surrounds you if the prime minister and other minister had been honest officer if the commander had done his duty faithfully if the treasurers and the chief justice had been incorruptible then they would have not have been by nick stricken simply because i looked at them the king immediately realized that his officer were unworthy of their position they were all corrupt their conscience was not clear and guilt kept them constantly in fear the carriers raju and his colleagues had built on the seat and lies collapsed then and there the king appointed raghu his prime minister soon raghu found a team of honest hardworking men to occupy the vacant post under the king who had now grown wiser